We are just days away from Super Bowl Sunday, where the Kansas City Chiefs will take on the San Francisco 49ers for the second time this decade. The boys and I are going to break down what we think will happen, and NFL first and exciting Eagles news. All that and more on this week's episode of Second and Fifteen. What's up, everyone, and welcome to a special episode of Second and Fifteen, a Philadelphia Eagles fan podcast. This is your host, Michael Roscoe, and we are recording live from Snowshoe, West Virginia, as some friends of mine are spending a few days going skiing. Our little condo is right above an indoor playground, so you may hear some kids playing in the background, and my friends are complete savages, so you may hear some out-of-pocket shit. We'll take this episode to discuss some Eagles news and then dive into discussion on Super Bowl 58, airing this Sunday, February 11th. Starting off with some news, the Philadelphia Eagles have been chosen as the home team for the NFL's first ever game in South America. The Birds will play in Sao Paulo, Brazil, as the NFL continues to build international relationships. They haven't announced who they'll be playing just yet, but we'll provide an update when we get this information. I had reported last week that the Eagles were originally looking to sign Carl Scott as our defensive backs coach. However, this has since changed as the Seahawks plan to keep Scott on their staff. This next piece of news is somewhat Eagles news, but mainly having to do with their field, as the Link will host six games for the 2026 FIFA World Cup, another great opportunity for the city of brotherly love. And finally, the Eagles are expanding their girls flag football league from 52 to 92 teams. Additionally, they will be donating another 30,000 fly-forward sports bras, a vital article of athletic clothing for young and adult women in sports, through their Operation Warm program. Alright, shifting gears to our main topic of this week's episode, Super Bowl 58, as we get ready for a, quote, exciting Super Bowl, and by exciting, I mean one that was probably the worst scenario out of all the possible Super Bowl games that I could have imagined going into the championship games. But anyway, for the second time in four seasons, the Kansas City Chiefs and the San Francisco 49ers will be playing the final game of the season for a shot at the coveted Vince Lombardi Trophy and to be crowned Super Bowl 58 champions. The last time these two teams met, the Chiefs took the dub 31-20. to Will the Chiefs become back-to-back Super Bowl champs, something that hasn't happened in the past 20 years? Or will the 49ers get a chip for the first time in 30 years? Let's discuss. All right, y'all. Joining me in this discussion is someone who was previously on this show back in probably episode three or four is my good buddy, Matt. Matt, introduce yourself. I was a Patriots fan with the amazing takes that predicted the season uh, to perfection um, before the first game. Yeah, I had some similar ones, and I thought the Patriots were going to be a great team, and they did disappoint, unfortunately, for us. More so for you, because you are an actual Patriots fan, and I'm not. To say the least. <laughs> yeah. Um, we're, we're and probably still will include a couple others. Um, Trey is talking to his girlfriend. Kyle was passed the fuck out, so we are going to get some momentum going with this before we hit another day up on the slopes. So to go into some Super Bowl prediction discussions. 
Uh, Matt, my first question that I have for us to answer is, currently, according to ESPN, after reviewing the picks of 64 experts, a whopping 76% of them chose the Chiefs to win, while just under 24% chose the 49ers. However, according to the same site and CBS, the 49ers are a two-point favor to win the game. Are these... Are any of these predictions slash favors out of pocket pretty accurate, or what do you think? I think it's relatively a toss-up. You can't go against Mahomes, though. If I had to put my money on it, I'm going for the Chiefs, but I'm hoping the 49ers win. See, as an Eagles fan, it's it's kind of a hard decision because obviously we know what happened with the Chiefs and the Eagles' last Super Bowl, but also if you've been paying attention... 49ers players have been talking lots of shit ever since the 2022 NFC Championship game. So it's a hard toss-up for me to decide who I realistically want. People want to bitch about the whole Taylor Swift, Travis Kelsey thing. I can give a fuck about that. Love is love. I love love. So I I kind of think the Chiefs prediction is a little bit more accurate, despite a couple other questions that I think we'll go into, and maybe that'll kind of help with our decision. So the next question I'm going to go into is this. Despite their victories in the last two games, the 49ers had noticeable difficulties as the Packers and Lions ran points upon them only for the 49ers to come back and the other teams to blow the game. Some say the 49ers made a good comeback, while others say that the Lions and the Packers blew their chances of winning. Which opinion do you lean towards and do you anticipate that we see similar incidents with San Fran versus the Chiefs? Whether or not it was a comeback or the teams through the games, in the Super Bowl, that's not going to happen to the Chiefs. The Chiefs are not going to take a lead and let you back in it late. So that's just not a scenario that's going to reoccur in the Super Bowl. Now, I find that kind of ironic because some people kind of have been looking at that as the opposite, like the Chiefs kind of start off a little bit bad in some or start off really good and then like kind of not score anything in the second half and have teams run up against them i think we saw that with philly we saw that with a couple other teams why do you think the super bowl that's going to be a different scenario ever since the beginning of the playoffs the chiefs have looked a little bit different all season long they were a little bit off they were a little bit off like you, you don't really know what's going on like something's not there the playoffs come, they're hitting on all cylinders, um, and I don't expect them to slow down. On the other hand, the 49ers have been shaky at times, relying on these comebacks and these potential throws by the other teams to, to get to this point. That's a fair assumption. I would I would agree on that because, like, the Chiefs, they were obviously they were looked at as the team to beat once again after their Super Bowl victory in 2022. But they, I don't want to say they like disappointed or like undersold themselves. They definitely didn't perform at the level I think people were performing at. They were like, I think expected to go like 13 and 4, 14 and 3. I think they finished what, 11 and 6 on the season. But then, yeah, like you said, they just fucking find ways to win. They beat Baltimore. They, um, you know, just find ways to win in the playoffs. What do you think is their secret to their playoff success? It's very simple. They they are not thrown to Kadarius Tony as much in the playoffs, so they win. Kadarius Tony, you've made. <laughs> oh my god! I always, he's, put a, I always put an L in there. He, he has made this. 
He makes them take the L, so I put an L in his name, my bad. Matt has made this mistake, like, fucking six times since we have been here. Realistically, it's only been, like, once or twice. But I have to exaggerate for, you know, comedic reasons. But, uh... He makes them take the L. He gets an L in his name. That's what it is. Yet this man may possibly have another Super Bowl ring before the likes of, like, Tua or Jalen Hurts or Dak Prescott. And that... That kind of says something. But anyway, uh, Trey just walked in, so we'll see if he joins. But before that, I'm going to move on to the next question because it is getting a little late for us, and we are definitely going to hit that slope. Uh, We're hitting first chair tomorrow morning regardless. Um, So moving on to the next one. Despite the ability of the Chiefs to pull out wins in big situations, their receiving core has been the center of heavy criticism across the analyst world. Do you think we'll continue to see some of receiving core struggles, or do we expect a complete turnaround on the NFL's biggest stage? Rashid Rice could potentially have a big game. I don't expect them to start Kadarius Tony with the L. Um, but he, if they start him, it would just be so funny for him to drop like a fourth down conversion or something. Um, but I, I would be shocked if he was a starting. But if he is... It'll just be a storyline. Um, other than Rashid Rice, I don't see anybody, any other receivers stepping up. I mean, obviously you got Kelsey, who will always step up. Um, but it'll come down to, to Kelsey and Rice as the main receivers, unless anybody out of the backfield. But um, I don't expect Pacheco to get too many throws out of the backfield. Very nice, very nice. Yeah, I think... Rashi Rice was a kind of like a kind of like a dark horse kind of like player, you know, good rookie. Um, especially when you have you know Kadarius Tony and uh, MVS just dropping the ball literally and metaphorically in the most important situations. Um, I don't know. I think definitely they're gonna try to double team Travis. Despite that, he still finds ways to get open. I think what we were talking about how he was seen as deceptively fast or some shit, even though some people say he doesn't look as fast as he is going. But then again, it's always hard to tell on the TV and whatnot. Um, but I don't know. Like I, I definitely see them relying on Mahomes Kelsey connections for sure. That's that's an obvious given. But if they perform like they did in the second half where they're like, you know, Sky Moore connections were strong. Um, they made like, I don't want to say they made like great plays, but our defense from Philly just did not adjust well. I feel like the Chiefs could adjust well to that situation and may put them to a stop. I don't know. I think, I think there will be some struggles, but I think instead of like first half great, second half struggles, it'll be first half struggles in the second half, kind of like what they did last year. They pulled a comeback win. Um, but what do you think a stat line for Kelsey is that will basically guarantee them a win? I say Kelsey 10 catches for 120 yards and one or two touchdowns. They probably win that game. Stopping Kelsey is going to be the key for the 49ers. Now, see, that definitely is true. He's had, I think, eight games at least eight games this season with over with 100 or more receiving yards he is the goat currently at his position um what the fuck is all that 
Uh, kids running around and shit. Anyway, um, I think I think he'll have at least like 105 receiving yards. Um, maybe out of like six receptions. You know, I'm gonna go six receptions out of nine targets. Um, you six, know, nine, nice, nice, yeah. Uh, they do have Pacheco who runs like. Someone said earlier that he runs like he's running on quicksand or some shit like that. I think we were watching on ESPN earlier. He runs just like he is like fucking mad at the world. So I feel like they're going to use Pacheco a lot in the backfield, maybe in those red zone plays. Um, but I'm going to go for a six receptions out of nine targets for 105 yards. And I'm going to go with just one touchdown. Um, and they're going to utilize their run game. Kind of like strategically, that that 49er front four is strong, so they're going to have to kind of pull some trick plays, everything like that. You, you got some laughs going on. What's going on? Uh, we're watching the TV show in the background. It, whatever. Oh, yeah, we're watching some, like, like top gear but not top gear shit. I don't know. I didn't much, pay much attention to it. Um, but Trey's joining us. Trey, how are you doing, buddy? I'm living. I'm ready for the slopes tomorrow. My knee's hurt and my energy is... uh. Dwindling when my spirits are high. <laughs> Excellent commentary, my friend. Okay, last couple questions. Um, who do you think will win the game and why? What do you think the score will be? And who will be the MVP winner and why? Starting with Matt. I think the 49ers are going to win because I do not want the Chiefs to win, and that is the only reason. Um, I think the MVP is going to be Christian McCaffrey he's going to get a receiving touchdown and a running touchdown um, 125 scrimmage yards uh, just light work for him really final score is going to be uh, give me a 14 point swing on both scores in both directions um, and I'll, okay I'll be pretty accurate you know um, so it's going to be 28 21 uh, no we need some field goals in there 31-24. Ooh, okay. Kind of almost similar to the last time they met. The last time they met was 31-20, so interesting. All right, Trey, do you want to give an input on this? The the questions, uh, just to remind you, Trey, as you walk back in, um, the first, we're just going to go with this most recent one. Uh, in the Chiefs 49ers Super Bowl, who do you think will win and why? What do you think the score will be? And who do you think will be the MVP winner and why? Well, I'm uh, very big on the NFL conspiracies going around, uh, circling on the uh, Chiefs. So I'm going to say the Chiefs will win because the power of the Swifties is strong. Therefore, Kelsey will be the MVP, and the score will be 27-17. to 17. Interesting take, yes. The, the Swifties have definitely made their presence known in the NFL world. And there's so many butthurt fans out there, but who gives a fuck, man? Like, let it let it be. More exposure to the NFL, the better, I think, in terms of like fandom, expansion, all that kind of shit. But to get back on track with the questions, I personally think the Chiefs will win because it seems like, you know, not going off the whole script thing, but it kind of seems a very obvious foreshadowing. You know, we haven't had back to back Super Bowl winners in a very long time, at least one generation's worth. We have a guy who is being compared to the quarterback who was on the team that last won back-to-back Super Bowls, the New England Patriots and Tom Brady. And, of course, with Taylor Swift's presence in the NFL bringing a whopping $330 million in revenue, 
there's no way they're not going to allow some positive shit for the Chiefs to happen in this scenario. So I'm going to go with the Chiefs winning, Patrick Mahomes getting back-to-back MVPs, and a score of 27 to 20. I'm going with the whole you know touchdown difference, but like you said, we got to get some field goals in there because you know there's it's not going to be a perfect touchdown, touchdown, touchdown type of scenario. Um, I think the NFL has made their money on Taylor Swift, so there's no reason to rig this game again. Um, I mean, going forward to the next season, I don't think it matters if they win or not. As long as Kelsey and Swift are still together, it's going to – the revenue is still going to be there. But, see, I think, you know, people are going to look at it as, like, you know, the perfect combination of, you know, money-making things. You know, we have the NFL, which makes billions each year. And then we have the love story that we see in, like, fucking Hallmark movies, which also make millions of dollars somehow. You know, they make 637 Christmas movies with the same plot, yet make millions off of it. You combine those two fucking factors, and boom, you have the utmost amount of revenue possible. You know, they're going to, like, somehow make this into a script of, like, Travis Kelsey getting the MVP. He scores the game-winning touchdown in the last, like, five seconds. Then Taylor gets on the field. He's going to propose to Taylor. Then when she says yes, like, five to seven minutes later, he's going to announce his retirement at the same time that Jason Kelsey comes on the field and announces his retirement officially because he didn't officially announce it. There was, like, you know, whistleblowers that were just kind of, like, leaking shit from his personal conversations with his fucking teammates. And then they're going to retire together, and it's going to be the cusp of a you know, storybook ending to, honestly, for me as an Eagles fan, one of the worst fucking NFL seasons I have seen. And that's obviously biased as an Eagles fan. The rest of the NFL, you know, things have been, you know, okay for other fans and good for other fans, obviously. But, like, you know, as a salty Eagles fan right now, I, I just want to bury this season in the back of my brain and never look at it again. I'm hopeful for these new coordinators and all that shit, but I digress. I'll talk about that more in other episodes. Uh, guys, any final inputs before we wrap things up? Yeah, I'll say this. If the Chiefs win, it was rigged, and if the 49ers win, they're the better team, and I think that's how most of America feels right now. Nah, fuck that, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Trey, what about you? Any final inputs? Yeah, I'll say uh, Commander's uh, Fall 2024. It's our year. <laughs> Yeah, are you going to get Ron Rivera as your uh, defensive coordinator? <laughs> you guys hired you guys hired Cliff Kingsbury as your OC, so good luck with that. <laughs> or uh, OC, DC, something. You hired him on the staff, which, you know, is not the best sign in the world, so good luck with that. Blind squirrel finds a nut every now and then, so. Say that again? Blind squirrel finds a nut every now and then. Bruh, Okay. <laughs> All right, you heard it here, folks. Trey calling it Commander Season 2024. I will revisit this shit. I'll write this shit down so I don't remember it. And if for some godforsaken reason that happens in the Commanders on the Super Bowl, I will have Trey back on the show to to be ready. It'll be a year in the making. As a Patriots fan, my predictions for next year, um, I'm not as confident as I was going into this year, um, which doesn't mean a lot because I was so confident going into this year. Um, so I just don't have, they're hiring the ragtag group of, of bums to be the assistant coaches in New England, but regardless. To be fair though, you don't have Bill Belichick making the draft 
picks anymore. You know, picking like dudes like Cole Strange in the first round when he easily could have been picked up in the second or the third round. You know, no Nikhil Harry, no Nikhil Harry. Yeah, who who did you guys pass up for to get Nikhil Harry? <laughs> DK, um, DK Metcalf, <laughs> Brown. Oh, uh, AJ Brown? Yeah. AJ Brown. Brown, and thank God that happened because, you know, I fucking love AJ Brown. AJ Brown, who cried when the Patriots didn't draft him because he grew up a Patriots fan. Like, oh my God. Listen, we all make mistakes. That one draft pick, if he had picked, if he had picked AJ Brown, maybe Belichick's career saved. Maybe just having that elite number one wide receiver, the whole team changes. I don't know. Fair enough. Okay, we will have to see. How things go, Matt Trade. Thank you very much for our little impromptu Q and A. And you know, I think we're all gonna head to bed, and we'll see each other on the slopes next morning. But um, once again, thank you for joining me on the show and giving y'all's input. You're welcome. I'll be back. Peace out. Until next time. Next year, really. <laughs> All right, everybody, that wraps up this week's impromptu episode of Second and 15, a Philadelphia Eagles fan podcast. I want to thank my guests for joining. And uh, if you like this podcast and want to hear more episodes of it, you can find us on various platforms, including Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Player FM, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you like the show and want to support us in any way possible, please do not forget to like, share, rate, subscribe, or do anything you feel is necessary to support the podcast because it is very much appreciated and it helps us helps us to continue making episodes no matter where we are. Once again, thank you everybody for listening. I hope everyone has a fantastic weekend and hopefully the Super Bowl you know goes in our favor for eagles fans you know it's kind of a hard toss-up i think a lot of us don't want the 49ers to win because of their beef but i could also see a lot of us not wanting the chiefs to win because of what happened last year it's not the most ideal scenario for us i'm i'm sorry that we are in this position but i hope everyone has at least some fun with some family and some friends watching the game this weekend and you know after that we have next season to look at with the draft and free agency camp all that kind of stuff so here's to the end of the 2023 season and a much better potential outcome for next season so from all of us at second and 15 don't forget to stay fly like an eagle and go birds